Hey, what is going on guys? DK. Back at you with another video here. It's brand new 10 game NBA main slate on Friday. Before I get into the video, if you guys are new to the channel, my name's DK. I made daily videos and live stream for NBA and NFL slates on DraftKings. I'm now making videos for NBA Top Shot as well. If you're unable to watch his YouTube videos, they're also up on Apple Podcasts. We'll link down below. It's called the DK DFS Show. If you're interested in signing up for premium content, I'll offer that on Patreon.com, an esports package, which includes Call of Duty and CSGO. CSGO, we have slates every single day. Call of Duty, uh, usually four times a week, three or four times a week. Uh, and then a package for NBA as well. And finally, I want to thank Prize Picks for sponsoring the show. If you guys are, if this is your first time watching these videos, you're not familiar with prize picks. The idea is you're taking over, under, and fantasy points. Right now, they have eight players up, but a lot more will be posted throughout the day tomorrow. And again, it's just like, do you, are you, do you feel really strong about, you know, taking over, under? Um, you're not playing against anyone either. You're playing against the house. And you can mix, mix and match sports. They have college basketball. They have esports, PGA. So if you guys want to sign up, you can just go DKDFS. DKDFS, all one word, link down below. You will get a 100% match up to $100. So if you put $100 in, you get $200 to play with. And finally, before we get into the video, I just want to thank you guys for the continued support on the, the daily fantasy videos, as well as the Top Shot videos, the live streams as well. Um, if you do enjoy this content, if you leave a like button on the video, subscribe to the channel if you haven't already, and hit the notification bell so you don't upload videos you don't know live. I will be doing a YouTube live stream tomorrow before lock, so make sure to check it out. And let's aim for 150 likes on this video, guys. But all right, let's jump into it. So before we talk about players and the prices of this 10-game slate, we can look back the lineup here from Thursday. So Thursday, this is my final lineup. Uh, down to Mitchell, Joe Ingles, uh, or Joe, Jordan Clarkson, Joe Ingles, Zion Williamson, Alex Len, Jason Randall, Alec Burks, and Carl Anthony Towns. So, was really high on the Utah Jazz going up against Washington. And that first half, I was sweating. I was like, they scored, what, like 43 points? They looked terrible. Uh, but Donovan Mitchell uh, woke up from the dead and got 60 fancy points at low ownership. That was pretty big. Uh, Jordan Clarkson was a chalk bust, 63% owned um not only 19 fancy points i mean the, the the risk with jordan clarkson is he is a little bit more scoring dependent and he just was not hitting shots so that's why he kind of had a floor game um joe ingles on the other hand was fantastic 51 fancy points you absolutely needed him zion williamson only 18 percent owned currently has 20 fancy points midway through the second quarter looking pretty decent i use alex Lund to get a little bit contrarian uh, he actually did not come back in the fourth so i was a little bit mad because he had a really nice third quarter and i was figuring oh man he's, if he gets his normal shift in the fourth he might go for 25 plus. Um, I, was, I was debating Chase on Randall, Nilakina. It was basically coin flip. I ended up going with Randall because there's no Terrence Ross. I figured he has a chance maybe to play a couple more minutes. Nil, it was actually Nilakina that you wanted. He did, I think he got over 20 fancy points, but he started like one at halftime. And then yeah, Alec Burks, I mentioned that multiple times, him being my favorite value play in the Knicks. And then he used Carl Anthony Towns to get a little bit contrarian. I figured he'd be a little, a little bit lower owned, 15% owned. So we'll see how it goes. Um, I know Clarkson was was a bust, but he was the chalk in this high dollar. So if Zion and Carlton Towns can keep up this pace, I think I can get in the cash. Uh, but yeah, that's really it for the look back, guys. Hope you had a good night, and let's see if we can make some money for this 10-game slate. So we have six games out right now. King Celtics, 235 or under. Celtics, seven-point favorites. Pacers and Heat, a 215.5 or under. The Heat are four-and-a-half-point favorites. Jazz, Raptors, 229.5 over under. Jazz, five-point favorites. Bulls, Nuggets, 228.5 over under. Nuggets, seven-point favorites. T-Wolves, Suns, again, 231 over under. They're basically playing a back-to-back. Suns, 11-point favorites. And Mavs, T-Wolves, or Mavs, uh, Blazers, I should say, 234 over under. The Mavs are three-point favorites. So let's start off with Sacramento and Boston. Sacramento, again, um, they're just running a really, really tight rotation. So Darren Fox at this price, I think will go a little bit overlooked. It's not necessarily the best, best matchup, but he'll play 35 to 40 minutes. And I like him as a contrarian play. Rashawn Holmes, I still like. If you if you faded him last night, you got very, very lucky. He was on pace for 35 plus minutes and was on pace to absolutely smash and got in foul trouble. You know, that is the only risk that, I mean, not the only, but that is the, the concern there with Rashawn Holmes is 
Foul trouble. If he stays out of foul trouble, he should play about 35 minutes, even uh, with Whiteside back. So I think Rashawn Holmes will go overlooked in the slate, but do kind of like him as a contrarian play as well. Barnes healed more secondary options for me. Uh, with no Marvin Bagley, uh, Tyrese Halliburton started and was on a minutes limit, even though he played 32 minutes. I'm guessing there's no more minutes limit for him this game. We'll see. If there's not and he starts again, I think he's a pretty decent play at that price. And then, yeah, Whiteside extended a little bit because of the Rashawn Holmes foul trouble. I think normally he only plays about 15 minutes. He is a good point for any guy, so I'd say uh, more of a just GPP th- uh, play. And then Bielitsa, Corey Joseph, no thank you. On the Boston side, so it is a really good matchup. Uh, Tatum, Brown, Kemba at the top, I think all look pretty decent. I think if I had to pick between Tatum and Brown, it would be Tatum. He's the guy that has the most upside, in my opinion, and should play 35-plus minutes. So do have some interest in Tatum at the top if you want to stack this game up. Uh, no Tristan Thompson again, so Robert Williams. 6K, almost 5.8, feels like a lot, but he has been getting it done. And again, he's a great point for a guy, again, that's been a guy that's been blocking a ton of shots. Um, I kind of like him for GPPs. Does seem a little bit overpriced, but he continues to get there. Marcus Smart at 5.3K. I think this is more of a secondary option. You know, I like him when, like, he starts at the point guard position, uh, but with Kemba in, uh, I'm not really sure I want to go there. Oh, boy. Daniel Tice. Um, we'll see. If he starts again, I think he's an interesting contrarian value play because he burned a lot of people, including myself. No one's going to want to go back there. But hey, he's still a guy that can go for 30 plus, right? We've seen it two of the last three games that he played. 28 minutes, 33 fancy points. 26 minutes, 39 fancy points. So if he starts again, I would have some interest in him. Uh, But yeah, they're always, uh, you know, I'm still a little bit tilted about that last slide. Moving on to San Antonio and Cleveland. On the San Antonio side, I do kind of like Dejat Timur at 7-3. He played 40 minutes that last game. So he's just playing massive minutes with no DeRozan. I think he's a nice uh, play at the top at that price. And the guy can stuff the statue. Jakob Pertl, back-to-back pretty solid games. 34 minutes the last game is good to see. If he's going to play over 30 minutes, and this price point uh, does seem a little bit too cheap. Derek White finally uh, stayed out of foul trouble, actually, and actually, and uh, got more than 30 minutes, played 33 minutes. If the plan is to play Derek White like close to 35 minutes, then uh, I think this price point at 5.5 is a little bit too cheap. Keldon Johnson also played over 30 minutes. He got a little bit banged up, but returned. Again, if the plan is to play Keldon and Derek White like close to 35 minutes, then I do have some interest in them. I will say, though, it's just always an uneasy feeling because it's Popovich, and then no one really else I like on the Spurs. Moving on to the Cavs. Not a ton at the top. Sexton, Jared Allen, seem priced about right. Garland, no thank you. Larry Nance had a big game last game. I like that he's small forward eligible. It seems like they're just going to play him huge minutes now. So 38, 37 minutes. I wouldn't expect, you know, 40 fancy points again, but he is a guy that can stuff a stat sheet. And if he's going to play close to 40 minutes, then, then I agree. This price is a little bit too cheap. I wasn't convinced he was going to get those minutes again. He did. So looking like Larry Nance is going to play 35 plus minutes. I do have some interest in him in the mid range. And that's probably, again, McGee is always a dart throw in tournaments. He's a good point per minute guy. Utah, Toronto. I expect Mike Conley to come back because he just uh, sat out for injury management purposes. So with Mike Conley uh, most likely coming back, there's not much here. If Conley's out, then it's the same thing as, you know, the slate today. Mitchell at the top, Clarkson, Ingles in the mid-range. Uh, wouldn't be as good a place, though, because, you know, Toronto, even though they're not having been, like, amazing defense, they're a little bit better uh, than Washington. On the Toronto side, really, there's not much here. They're, they're basically fully healthy. Uh, some of the secondary guys kind of priced up from uh, when a lot of these guys are out. So I'm probably going to fully uh, fade Toronto. Moving on to the Pacers and the Heat. On the Pacers side, honestly, not much I like here. Miami, pretty solid defensively. Uh, Sabonis seems to about right. Same thing with Brogdon and LeVert. No thank you to Miles Turner. Honestly, another team I'll probably not get to anyone. On the Miami side, it's basically the same thing. I have very little interest in this game. 
Jimmy Butler, if I had to pick, uh, would be the guy. But yeah, Bam, priced about right. Olenek a little overpriced. Drogic, Hero, none. Yeah, just no no real interest on the Miami side. Moving on to Detroit and Houston. So Jeremy Grant for uh, GPPs, I think is a pretty good play. He's been a little bit up and down. And a guy that, you know, it's weird because some games he'll stuff a stat sheet and some games will be really score independent. I like the spot here against Houston, and Detroit is still pretty shorthanded. So I do have some interest in Grant there for tournaments. DeLon Wright is intriguing here. Played 38 minutes, went for 45 fancy points. We're not going to get 45 again, but if the plan, if if their plan is to play DeLon Wright 35 minutes, then I think he is viable at that price. So Mason Plumley, I like uh, playing Plumley because he's a guy that can stuff the stat sheet. But right now, like there's just he doesn't seem like he's going to play more than 25 to 30 minutes, which makes him you know still viable. But I don't think there's real minutes upside unless something happens to Isaiah Stewart. Josh Jackson at 5'3". Uh, should play mid-20s. Mets is a fair play at his price. Sadiq Bey, the big game last game, kind of feels like chasing, to be honest. He's been a little bit up and down. So I'm not saying he's out of play, but again, it feels like chasing a little bit. Uh, Isaiah Stewart, again, defined role, 20 to 25 minutes on the bench. Decent point for a guy. I think he's a safe value play. Uh, Dennis Smith Jr. at 4'8". Played, what, 22 minutes on the bench. Don't have a ton of interest there. They did with no Wayne Allenton, no Rodney Magruder. They started Frank Jackson, actually, at the two, and he played 31 minutes. If Frank Jackson starts again, sure, I have some interest in him. Um, he's a point guard, but he's kind of playing, you know, the shooting guard role, so uh, not really playing his true position. But, yeah, if he starts again and close to men, price and a good matchup, yeah, I have a little bit of interest in him. Moving on to Houston. So Christian Wood at 8.5K. Keep an eye on this. I assume they're going to limit his Mets again. He still like had a really good game in 26 minutes over 35 fancy points. But if he's going to continue to be on a men's limit, then I'll probably pass this price. Now, if there's no minutes limit and we get like 32 to 35 minutes, then I do like Christian Wood. It's a revenge game narrative here too, if you guys are interested in that. So keep an eye on uh, Wood and whether or not he's on a men's limit. Victor Oladipo at 8.3K. Uh, I think it is, is a solid play, not a priority. Keep an eye on John Wall, too. John Wall currently questionable. If John Wall plays, then I'm off Kevin Porter Jr. If John Wall misses, I think we can still get to KPJ. Wouldn't be as good of a play, though, with, uh, you know, Victor Oladipo there and obviously, you know, Christian Wood. Uh, but still, I, uh, Kevin Porter Jr. has been playing phenomenally uh, for phenomenal for the uh, for the Houston Rockets. So do like him if there's no John Wall. Other than that, though, with Oladipo healthy, with Christian Wood now back, the value I'm probably going to stay away from. And moving on to Brooklyn and Orlando. So Harden uh, at the top at 11K, I think is a pretty decent spend up. Um, going to play about 40 minutes, one for 83 fancy points last game. Now, we're not going to get 80 again with Kyrie there, but Phil, I still think he's a pretty good play at the top. And then Kyrie at 9.3K. I'm finding either Brooklyn uh, guard here because we know where the offense is coming from. I don't think either is a priority on this slate, but um, I'm, I'm fine with either. And then value, no thank you. Um, yeah, no thank you on like Harris or Brown or anyone else. Uh, well, I will mention Nick Claxton because uh, he did play 23 minutes off the bench of last game. And he's been, again, a good point per minute guy. If there's a chance that he plays over 20 minutes again, then I could see taking a shot on, on Nick Claxton. Again, DeAndre Jordan lost some minutes. They went to Claxton and closed with him. So uh, probably no thank you on Jordan. You can take a shot on Claxton, though, and hope he gets extended a bit. Moving on to the Orlando Magic. It is a really good matchup. I do have some interest in Vooch at the top. I think he's a nice contrarian play that goes a little bit overlooked. One for 50 fancy points against the Knicks in a you know tougher matchup. So do kind of like Vooch as a contrarian play. Uh, Aaron Gordon, how many minutes did he play tonight? Did play 31. Keep an eye on this. It's a back-to-back. He's been injured a lot this season. If there is no minutes on for Aaron Gordon, then I actually do kind of like him in the mid-range. Fournier, no thank you. 
Uh, again, Chase on Randall started at point guard, played 30 minutes. He's a very, very low usage guy. If he starts again, uh, then yeah, I think he's an okay punt play, but don't expect a big game from him. Again, very, very low usage in the offense line. Moving on to Golden State and Memphis. This is a team we can definitely get some value from the Golden State Warriors. Steph Curry, doubtful. Kelly Oubre, doubtful. Let's start with Draymond Green. Absolutely love him at this price. Got him at low ownership there against Houston. One for 51 fancy points. He'll have the ball in his hands, maybe even more if no Steph Curry. So really, really like Draymond at the top. Uh, Andrew Wiggins, uh, you guys know I don't play him. I, I took a shot at him this, uh, the, the game uh, before the All-Star break with no Draymond, no Oubre, no Steph, and he still busted. So no, I'm, I'm not playing Andrew Wiggins. Value-wise, I'm guessing it's going to be Nico Manning that starts a point guard because he's been playing over Brad Wanamaker in the rotation. If Nico Mannion starts the point, I think he's one of the best value plays of the slate. I would assume we probably get close to 30 minutes. So yeah, would really like Nico Mannion if he does start. And then with no Kelly Oubre, my guess is Bazemore starts. We'll see. Bazemore is actually a pretty solid point point guy. Just Steve Kerr has not really been giving him minutes lately. If Bazemore starts, he becomes a really good value play. Now, I will mention Jordan Poole has been shooting the ball really, really well. Uh, if maybe they start him, I would have some interest there. But the only concern is, again, no peripherals, right? He's not going to do much of the assist, the rebound, the ball. So basically, it's he's got he's to put the ball in the bucket. And then there is no uh, James Wiseman. So a guy like, uh, where is he? Kavon Looney at 3.2K. Played 23 minutes the last game. He's probably, I mean, Memphis is a bigger team, right? Jonas Valanciunas. So, I could see Looney playing over 20. I think he's a viable punt play. Uh, Toscano Anderson at 3-2. I guess he only played 14 minutes with no Pascal and no Wiseman. So I don't have a ton of interest there. But really, yeah, there, there's definitely some um, some interesting plays here for Golden State. Depending on what they do with the starting lineup, I think if there's no Steph and no Oubre, look to whoever starts, really. So, you know, whoever starts the point guard, whoever starts the 3 or 4. Um, yeah, that's, that's really where I want to look to for value. Plus Draymond. Uh, in the mid-range. And then again, Looney, I think, is a pretty good value play as well. So Golden State's actually a team I, I like a lot on the slate. Let's move on to Memphis. John Morant, Jonas Valanciunas, their respective prices, I think, are both decent plays. I don't know if either are going to be super popular. I think Golden State will be a popular team to target, so you want to bring back. I think you can go to Ja or Jonas Valanciunas. Um, moving down a bit more, not a ton else I like. If I had to take a shot on someone in the mid-range, it would be actually D'Anthony Melton. Went for 40 fancy points in 23 minutes. Um, he's a guy that, sure, is a little bit up and down, but the upside is there with him, right? And he's an aggressive player in the offensive end. So if I'm going to take a shot in one of the secondary plays for Memphis, it's going to be D'Anthony Melton. Let's move on to Chicago and Denver. So Chicago, Zach Levine, as they can train, spend up, I think it looks pretty interesting. I think he goes a little bit overlooked. 50-plus fancy points in back-to-back games. Uh, Thad Young's been starting at the center position. He actually played 31 minutes the last game. He's been playing really well. Guy that can stuff a stat sheet. I'm fine with him if he starts again at the center position. Tomas Sanoransky, if he continues to start at the point guard, I think it's a pretty good value. 31, 34 minutes of last game. So yeah, I like Sato if he can if he starts again. But that's probably it for Chicago. Moving on to the uh, Denver Nuggets. Nicole Jokic is one of my favorite plays at the top. Absolutely love the matchup here against the Bulls as long as this game stays competitive. Really, really like Jokic. Murray, MPJ are both decent plays for tournaments, but neither are priorities. I know MPJ had a big game last game. Um, you know, quietly he's been actually playing pretty solid so um i do have some interest in him for tournaments will barton continues to get it done too he continues to play mid 30s minutes even in a blowout in 33 minutes more for 33 fancy points the price really isn't moving so yeah some interest in will barton and then that's probably it i mean composo dozier if you think this game uh blows out or guys maybe you can look to to get different dallas portland luca the top i also think is one of the better spin-ups of the slate uh should play you know 
close to 40 minutes and a guy that has triple double upside so really do like Luca at the top uh, with no Dorian Finney-Smith, it was actually Tim Hardaway Jr. that started and played 37 minutes. If he starts again, I think he's a viable tournament play. Again, pretty reliant in the scoring, but if he's going to play close to 40 minutes, I do have some interest there. Uh, and then Christoph Porzingis at 7-9 is uh, the number two in offense and should play, you know, 30 to 35 minutes. I think he's actually a decent play at that price for tournaments. Moving on to Portland, Damian Lillard. What is he at now? Because I know he started like with 21 points in the first quarter. I'm curious to see where he's at right now, let's say. Um... Okay, just 22 real life points. But he is, it's looking like he's just going on that stretch where uh, he is just taking over. So um, the the 10.9K price does seem a little bit, a little bit much with CJ back, but he just seems to be on another level right now. So I'm fine going to Dame for tournaments. But other than that, there's there's really nothing I like in Portland. Finally, Minnesota and Phoenix. So we just saw this game or we're seeing this game going on tonight. Again, Carl Anthony Towns, like the individual matchup for him. So like, I like him as a contrarian play. Anthony Edwards for tournaments as well. I think Rubio and Revenge Team Narrative is, is fine. Should play about 30 minutes. Uh, and then the Phoenix side, DeAndre Ayton was actually really popular uh, tonight. I guess I kind of get it because he was 6.2K, but the minutes haven't been amazing for him. Curious to see what he finishes with tonight for minutes. Paul, Booker, both decent places of the matchup. Um, you know, Booker, if he's getting going, probably is a little more upside. I would say Paul is probably a little bit safer. And then if you think Ayton continues to struggle, you can take a shot on Dario Sarge for value. But that is it for the breakdown, guys. So if you have been enjoying the content so far, I would really appreciate it if you have a like button on the video. Subscribe to the channel if you haven't already and hit the notification bell so you don't upload videos you know when I go live. Again, I will be doing a YouTube live stream tomorrow. Make sure to check it out, guys. Thanks again. Have a great night, and I will see you all tomorrow.